0: Can you dig it? Sunker! Live from Houston, Texas and around the world. Around the world. Join the six-time world heavyweight champion, two-time WWE Hall of Famer and WWE NXT announcer, Booker T. Booker T. Alongside his right-hand man, the boat, Brad Gilmore. Time to get your champagne wishes and caviar dreams. Welcome inside the Hall of Fame. Now, can you dig that? El disco más vendido de este baño. lo llevé para la escuela. Todo el mundo tratando de hacerle secuela. Si que en la fila, nadie se me escuela. Our dreams.
1: Welcome, Welcome inside the Hall of Fame. Now, can you do this. Welcome inside the Hall of Fame. I'm Booker T, six-time world champ, two-time Hall of Fame. Come man Brad Gilmore. Bless you, brother. Bless <laughs> you. Now we're going into the holiday season. want to thank everybody. I want to wish everybody uh happy holidays and a happy Thanksgiving. Hope you guys don't eat too much of that turkey on the Because I'm telling you right now, man, I'm going to be... I'm gonna be Actually, uh, this Friday, this Friday, uh, my, my bad. <laughs> I hope you guys did eat too much turkey. Yeah, there you on, go. For <laughs> that turkey day, but uh, but now, man, uh, happy holidays. Right now, I'm just chilling and uh, I'm having a good time. Um, uh, this is the first week full, you know, like week and week and a half that I've been off in quite some time, and I'm gonna tell you, man. It's been lazy, dog. It's been lazy. All I've been doing is just chilling, working out, chilling, eating, working out, chilling, sleeping, working out, eating. That's all I've been doing. <laughs>
0: I've
1: been doing, man. But How you doing, man? How you holding up? That does the body good, man.
2: That does the body good. You just sleep, eat, chill for a little bit, a little workout action. I'm doing good, book. I'm, I, I'm like you. I enjoy these times because things seem to slow down a little bit. Uh, it gives you a minute to kind of relax, get some R&R in. Um, before, you know, you hit the ground. The thing is about the Thanksgiving break is it's almost it's like a little appetizer. You know, what I mean, it's like, hey, we're going to do these couple of days off maybe this week. But then you got to go back to work. You got to go back to the grind the next week for a couple more weeks. And then we'll give you Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> you got to yeah. work
1: for it. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I'm
2: already thinking, I'm already acting like it's the end of the year. Like, I'm, I'm talking about 2024, like, I'm looking forward to things next year. And I'm like, wait a minute, we
1: got a whole month. It went quick, man. This year went definitely went quick, man. But, uh, hey, man, that's what this thing's all about. Just uh, staying on the grind, grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price, want a slice, got to roll the dice. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's what we're doing, man. So I'm, I'm definitely ready for 2024 20, uh, myself. But, I don't want to uh, you know forsake 2023 man because it's been a, it's been a hell of a year man it's been a hell of a mm-hmm. year reality, reality wrestling has been growing we got a big show coming up December 2nd we got uh, Jacob Batu coming in we got uh, Daniel Imlight he's going to be stepping back inside the reality wrestling uh, arena as well and um the crew the the, the crew uh, definitely going to be uh making their uh, presence known I was in there last night doing some film study and the um the bounty hunter Brian Keith actually showed up, and I was like, "Man, you, as busy as you are, you still got time to come through for film study." You know what I mean? So I appreciate that kid for um, you know being one of the uh, true soldiers at reality wrestling. Want to thank uh, Will All Day, another kid who uh, separated his shoulder at our last um, at our last show, man. But he's like, "Man, I'm I'm ready. I'm back. I'm ready. I, I, I'm, I'm already. I'm cleared." <laughs> so uh, as well as he was at film study, so want to thank. Him. Thank you for um, showing up as well. All those guys, man, I want to thank all the reality wrestling crew for showing up for film study, trying to get that knowledge and figure out what it takes, you know, to get to that next level. Uh, I talk to these guys all the time. I said, man, if you want to work the Indies, that's cool, man. But if you want to work the, if you want to get to the next level, man, you got to study. You got to prepare. Preparation is the only luck you're ever going to have. So we was in that three hours last night, you know, putting it down. So big ups, man, big ups, reality wrestling.
2: What was the what was the match of focus last night? If you don't mind sharing,
1: um, you know I I, I uh, was watching uh, me and Bobby and I was I was showing them how, how green uh, Bobby Lashley was when I worked him compared to you know today's Bobby Lashley, and that Bobby was you know a, a pretty good version you know of the Bobby Lashley that I was trying to create uh, back then was a monster you know I was. I felt like Bobby was going to be the guy that would take my place in WWE uh, when I left. Um, he ended up leaving the same time I did, <laughs> coming back. But uh, we was talking about the psychology of wrestling, um, the little bitty things, the stuff that's done in between, stuff that you can do that you know, you know, feel like you you may have talked about it, but you didn't. It just it just looks a certain way. Uh, I was talking to the guys last night about. The way these guys, a lot of these guys do it uh, today is, you know, it's like um, almost like a choreographed dance. You know, these guys go out there and they're uh, from the beginning of the match all the way to the end. You know, it's like stuff running in their head. What am I going to do here? 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 And, and, and I say, man, I said a little bit different. But I said, if if I had to think like that, my butt would be so tight, I would not be. <laughs> able to think straight at all in a match, and then i say and it's definitely no way i would be able to have fun in that type of batch so i was just talking to them about and showing them how to go out and have fun when you do this but 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 in order to do that you got to know what you're doing
2: right you got to have all the tools to be able to relax you know what i mean and and and, and take your time with it and give it give the craft man but that that is an interesting point that you make of, like, how much... Do you think that performers today put too much pressure on themselves? Because well, everything's expected to be a five-star match,
1: right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pre- I think they put a lot of pressure on themselves, but I think, you know, I think the company guides them in that way, you know, on both sides. You know, AEW, you know, WWE. Even in Japan, I remember going to Japan um, some years ago, I guess, I don't know, 2005 or something like that. And... Um, they made i was wrestling to <laughs> and it was a half mma card and it was a half wrestling card and they uh, picked us up i don't know like five o'clock and they took us down to the dojo and they wanted us to go over our matches and i go i don't know what i'm doing you know they go well you know whatever you're going to do i want to see it i go I don't know what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? But they had, they wanted me to, you know, rehearse. They wanted the MMA guys to rehearse. And I'm like, there's no way I would be able to go out and perform if I knew what I was doing um, before the performance actually happened. I got to be able to create. I got to be able to be spontaneous. I got to be able to think on the fly um, in order to really make this thing look like we're acting and reacting opposed to just going out there and doing a dance, you know? So I just feel like, It's a lot of pressure from, you know, the company for these guys to go out there and make sure they have flawless matches. And there is no flawless match. Uh, I always say in those matches that I would go out and screw up something. It wasn't a screw up because I didn't talk about it. It's just something that happened. You know what I'm saying? It was a part of the match. And sometimes it works.
2: Well, you know, one of the great
1: stories, I think,
2: maybe ever of of it just working uh, in an unplanned spot in a match. I I remember Jake the Snake telling a story. He was working somebody early in his career, and he said, we were working, and we got twisted up some kind of way, and we ended up falling. I ended up falling, and he fell too, but we heard the crowd go, oh, and then the guy he was working just said, hey, pin me. Right and, and Jake goes over and pins him and then they go to the back. He's like, I don't know what you did, but you better get the tape and do that all the time, cause it <laughs> got a reaction. And it ended up that's how he invented the DDT.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it is. You know, and, and that's a great story, but that's uh that's food for thought right there. Sometimes you go out there and you, you mess it up and. Make it um, look even better. I remember I was doing a spot where I was supposed to do a nip up, and I screwed it up, and I ended up coming up somehow, and it looked pretty cool. And I was like, "Oh man, okay, that that works." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I screwed the nip up up, but on television, you, I, I was moving so quick to re, to try to fix it and uh, recover, it really didn't matter. So my thing is, you know, if it's if it's too uh, if it's too pretty, uh, it's just not right for me. If, if if everything looks like um, a dance, it's just not right for me. If it's too choreographed, it's not right. If it don't have some rough edge to it and some feel that I could um, take in, it's, it's not real to me, you know. So I was talking to the guys like how to, how to bring the fans into the ring, you know. So I would tell them, you know, like one thing I used to love to do was I would make sure a guy was, you know, really, really good and sweaty, and I would chop him so hard right by the fans, so the sweat from my palm would just fly over the front row, and they would jump when when it hit them, you know. And they, and they would they would totally be part become a part of that match once that happened. Oh, oh did you? You know, it's one of those, the missed. And uh, so yeah. for me, uh, those little twos, those little tricks of the trade, um, you know, what you do um, before, what you do after. Um, you know action is movement stuff like that just being able to get into their heads and what was um, so impressive everybody had the notebooks writing the stuff down um and for me you got to be able to write it down in, in order to be able to retain it and go back and and run run through it over and over and over again because that's, that's the only way it's the only way it's going to lock you into where you can actually go out there and feel so comfortable when you're inside that square circle nothing nothing can bother you. You're in your safe place. Uh, for me, I was so nervous walking out of that curtain every single night, man. My palms were sweaty. I'm uh, walking. I'm serious. i uh, walking out that curtain, but I knew once I got in the middle of that ring, I was in my safe space. I felt like I, I could do that in, in my sleep. I used to always say I could, I could work with a broomstick, you know, and, and <laughs> make it look good. Uh Kind of fell that night with Buck's Bagwell, a lot, so, so wow. to speak, a lot of people say. Uh, but, but uh, nah, man, uh, that was always the, the name of the game. I know we got to take a break. Our, our super chatters out there, man, we, th- we appreciate our super chatters. Callie Toenail, I hope you ready, man. I hope you are ready, December 2nd. You're getting the, the card street treatment. You're getting, you know, first first class all the way, baby, all the way. I'm talking about drinks for everybody in Reality Reaction. I'll do the Cali tone. Hey guys, stick around. You're in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> we'll be back in a minute. Welcome back inside the Hall of Fame. Hey man, Survivor Series coming up, and um, I don't know. You see the poster? I saw the poster. The one cool. with Cody. Yeah. The, as the military man, as GI bro.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I liked it's, it. I, I, I I it. I was like,
1: man, that's pretty cool. Uh, Cody getting his problems. The thing is, you know, it's, uh, it's like the Madden curse. You know, when you get when you get those posters, man, you are just wishing and hoping you get to that dance, you know, before something happened, before before something just pop. You know what I mean? So hopefully uh Cody and make it to that dance without uh experiencing the mad curse.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, let's hope. And you know, it's cool for him to be the, the face on the poster of of a show that his father, you know, helped create. Dust the roads and war games, you know, go hand in hand. And um, but this I, I believe this is Cody's first war games ever
1: yeah um, it is yeah
2: yeah so that's that's a that's a testament and then the big news for monday is you know he's been gone for what a year now and we're finally getting him back randy orton is going to yeah. make his return in the war games uh how do you feel about randy that was big news
1: yeah man randy um uh, was going through a lot man with that 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 an injury on uh, his back injury and stuff like that you, you wonder if you're going to ever come back um they say once you touch the back, man, it's you know, it's surgeries after surgeries after surgeries. But to see Randy um, make his return, it's gonna, it's definitely gonna be awesome. Um, I know he was, I, I know he had to be worried about it because I know every time that I was sitting at home um, with an injury, I was always wondering, man, am I gonna be able to get back? Am I gonna be, you know, like the one time I hurt my uh, my my uh, my neck and uh, with uh, uh, Mike Awesome and. Mm-hmm. And uh, I laid in the bed for you know like a month, and then I, I hurt my my back in Australia, and and I I I, I couldn't even walk for a month, and, and I and I was and I was I was I was I was so depressed, man. I was like, man, it's over. I, I was laughing, I was laughing the whole time. That's how depressed I was. I'm like it's over, it's, it's over, it's gonna it's gonna this gonna end. Uh, and I, and I got myself back on track, and I got a chance to get back out there. So I'm sure, man, he's uh, chomping at the bit and can't wait to just taste the mat just one more time you know what i mean because um it, it's, it's definitely hard being away from it
2: what was the longest you were out
1: for um the back injury um when i when i came from australia um i was out for about 3 months three. Uh, i had to, i had to have two epidurals uh, and um that's where they stick that big needle in your back and um i got back on track but it was it was definitely um the scariest it was the scariest time of my wrestling career as far as me thinking that that could be the end of it due to uh a really really bad injury i mean just think too three months is a really long time that's 90 days sitting at home oh, man, i'm gonna tell you it was so bad um i had the sciatic nerve thing going down in my right leg to where the pain was like excruciating and to tell you um just to give you a visual how how much pain i was in say for instance i'm laying in bed without a sheet over me i'm just laying in the bed no cover on me or anything and i'm raising my leg up just trying to get a little stretch out of it just trying to make get a little feel out of it and then i could just put a sheet the weight of a sheet on my leg i couldn't move it
0: Mm.
1: just the weight of a sheet Mm. god man you know so that right there uh, it scared me i'm just getting up i'm going to the kitchen i had to hold on to the wall walks and walk sideways wow. uh, just, to, just to get to the kitchen and I, and it was I swear man scary scary time you know just because you know you you see the stories you know where a person is you know upright and healthy you know one day and then the next day boom something can happen you know and um life is tricky man life is so freaking tricky so I'm just just fortunate just fortunate to still be here doing it and Randy's been out 18 months I
2: mean, we haven't seen him in a ring since May of 22. That is an incredibly long time for a guy who was, um, it, kind of the Lou Gehrig, right? Uh, of of this of of WWE, you know, just always there, all reliable. Um, yeah. you you knew that he was gonna be there, yeah, like like Cal Ripken or or whoever you know you want to say for the baseball terminology. But he was the Iron Man. You knew he was always gonna be there. And now to be sitting sidelines for 18 months of your career that you know Randy's. Early '40s, I think. Um, so you're you're not you've got less years in front of you than you do behind you as far as an in-ring career goes. Definitely. And and to have 18 months of it taken away, I mean, yeah, I I just wonder what kind of what kind of Randy do you think we're going to see?
1: Well, I think uh, Randy uh, is going to be the same Randy that we've seen for the last couple of years because Randy put himself in a position where you don't know, come to see Randy Art and do his his moves other than the rko that's all you want to see all you do is want to uh, excuse me all you want to do is come to see randy art um uh, you know make that walk and um do his pose uh you know he's going to get in the ring and perform but randy's performance has always been that of a worker he's never been one of these guys that's been um an acrobat or anything like that. He's right. never been one of the guys that want to fly over the top rope or through the middle rope. or That's not his game. Randy's a, in in the middle of the, that square circle type of guy, just like me. Uh, he, I think, you know, I don't know if Randy ever won any championships outside of being there in the middle of that square circle. No gimmick matches or anything like that, such as myself. You know, I've never been one of the guys that, you know, won by gimmick. It's, it's always been by the performance in the middle of the square circle, and I think Randy's that same type of guy.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see him in war games along with Cody and and Jay Uso and 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 then you know we saw Drew. We had been talking about it, and Drew McIntyre does finally make the heel turn that a lot of people thought maybe this would be the right path for him. And it seems to already, it isn't strange, it already seems like within two weeks, he's revived like his character's revitalized on television and he's back in a main event scene.
1: I mean, sometimes you need that change. Um, sometimes, you know, trying to be that. That baby face, you know, where you're smiling and trying to make the fans happy, you know, it, it's cool. It's, it's it's I love. I always love that spot, but sometimes you gotta be able to tap into something different in order to really make yourself feel like, man, you know, I'm feeling this. You know what I mean? I'm, I can't I can't wait to get to work. I can't wait to do my job. I can't wait to you know hit that square circle. Uh, that right there, that's uh. That's that's a, that's that's being motivated. I think more than anything. And was uh, was Drew McIntyre motivated as a babyface? I think so because I said Drew McIntyre in the COVID era, I, he did a hell of a job. He did uh, a phenomenal obviously. job. I said uh, I said that him and uh, MVP gets mm-hmm. the MVP of the COVID era as, as far as I'm concerned because. Those guys showed up and went out there and performed every night. I I said Drew McIntyre was one of the guys that tapped into um, being in that COVID era and trying to create something at the same time. Because if if you didn't have a creative mindset, working in front of no fans, come on, come on. Uh, that dude came out he didn't phone it in throughout that whole time as champion. He came out and worked like it was fans inside that arena. He bumped just like it was fans inside that arena. Um, But do I feel like uh, uh, the heel character is going to serve his his purpose a whole lot better? Of course it it will. That's just my opinion. It's just my opinion. Oh, well, well, I'll find out. There's a whole lot going on this uh,
2: Saturday on, on the Thanksgiving tradition. You know, Thanksgiving tradition. It's Survivor Series. Do you remember anything from Survivor Series? Like any of the matches you were in. I remember Survivor Series 03. I believe you were part of Team Austin going against Team Bischoff, if I remember that correctly.
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember a few of those uh those matches, man. But I I really, you know, I I, I can I can almost promise you that I'm not gonna have a whole lot of You know, Survivor Series. You know, great memories, moments, so so to speak. You know, uh, and when I was working in those type of matches, you know, it was just so much going on, so many moving parts. When you're in a Survivor Series match like that, it's it's really not about you. It's about giving the fans a you know a a great match more than anything. So, no, it's it's not anything that that, that's you know memorable that stick out in my head. And I go, man, what a what a great time.
2: (laughs) <laughs> well, I, so I remember this uh, Survivor Series like very clearly for several reasons. But I do remember the two five on five Survivor Series matches like had so much talent. And this is just think about all these guys were in one match. OK, this is the match you were in. It was the longest match of the night for 20. I worked almost half hour. Um, it was Team Bischoff, which was Jericho, Christian, Randy Orton, Scott Steiner and Mark Henry against Team Austin, which was Shawn Michaels, Booker T, Rob Van Dam, the D- and the Dudley Boys, along with Steve Austin. Yeah, that's a pretty that's a loaded that's a loaded card right there. Just between yeah. those names alone,
1: stacked. You know, the, those. Um, you know, I guess the moments probably I remember about that more than anything has been you know, you know, alongside Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. um, just because I never got a chance to work him from a singles perspective. You know, we had a whole lot of interaction, but we never got a chance to get in the ring and perform. You know, one on one. You know, so yeah, yeah. I mean, there again, a plethora of talent.
2: Yeah. Um, and then the match after this, the one that I remember from this Survivor Series, and I'm sure a lot of fans do. And I wonder if you have any memories of this at all. You probably didn't get to see it because you just worked the match before. But do you remember the Undertaker and Vince in the Buried Alive match? I do. Yeah. What do you do? Anything come to your mind when you think of that match?
1: Not really. Not really. Just
2: remember, like looking back at it now of this is why Vince was Vince or or Mr. McMahon, the character, because there's this there's this moment to where, you know, Taker's been beating the hell out of him and Vince is busted open and he's bleeding all over the place. And and uh, Vince gets Taker down. I think he low blows him with a shovel or something. And the camera's on the opposite side of the ring. I mean, I remember this vividly. The camera's on the opposite side of the ring, and Vince slowly peeks up, uh you know, under the apron or from the other side of the apron, and you see his face. It's covered in blood, and he has this sadistic smile. And I'm like, this, yeah, this guy's
1: yeah. good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this guy's good.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, he was a worker, man. He really was a worker. I mean, uh you know, people can, you know, say what they want to say about Vince McMahon. Um, uh, I mean, it wasn't the greatest technical Wrestler or anything like that, but as far yeah. as as far as mine for this business, bro I knew it, man. I mean, I, I, I say that because I remember coming from the ring one night and I uh, I had screwed up something, and I was like, man, you know, why did I do that? You know, what I mean, I mean, I mean what the hell, you know? And, and Vince comes up to me in the gorilla and he goes, "If you'd have did this instead of did that, it would have worked, book." And I go, <laughs> and I go. Not know that you know, <laughs> thinking about it there, and I'm like, How did I not know that? You know what I mean? I, I, I felt kind of, you know, you know, stupid there for a second as a wrestler, you know. But uh, nah, man, uh, he's a guy that that knows the business uh, like the back of his and that's why he's you know going to go down as the greatest promoter that ever did it. You know, um, uh, give him the award, give him the award. Uh, I know these days everybody off off into these awards and. Rookie of the Year, Booker of the Year, uh, everybody wants something. Give, mm-hmm. give, give New one. Uh We got we got to take a break, guys. Stick around. You're in the Hall of Fame. We'll be back in a minute. Can you dig, it? dig, it, dig it, sucker? And this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew, Guys, let's talk about it. Let's talk about sex. And hey, you remember when you was always ready to go. I'm talking about strapping the rocket on it, man. Going straight to the moon. I'm talking about getting it done. If you want that extra confidence, I got something for you. Listen up, Blue Chew. Com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viad cialis levitra but in a chewable tablet at the fraction of the cost
2: but the great thing book is you can take it any time day or night so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises the process is simple you sign up at bluetooth.com consult with one of their licensed medical providers and once you're approved you'll receive your prescription within days
1: The best part, guys, it's all done online, on the internet. So there's no doctor's visit, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at a pharmacy or any of that. And the thing is, book
2: Blue Chew's tablets, they're made right here in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package so no one is the wiser.
1: You know, let's just get it out there, guys. Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex discover your options at bluechew.com it's like this chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew absolutely free when you use promo code Booker at your checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping, man. That's BlueChew.com and use promo code and receive your first month absolutely free, man. Visit BlueChew.com use promo code Booker to receive your first month absolutely free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety Safety information, and you know we want to thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the Hall of Fame podcast. Chew it and do it. Can you dig it, it, sucker? All right, everyone, it's Booker T. and Brad Gilmore here, and we've got something exciting for all you sports, comedy, music, and theater fans out there. We're talking about Game Time, the fastest, easiest way to get your hands on tickets to your favorite events. That's right, Book. We
2: love all those spontaneous, unforgettable moments, and Game Time is here to make them happen. Whether it's a last-minute decision to see a game or a sudden urge to catch a live show, Game Time has got you covered, giving fans access to tickets, even at the last minute in over 60 cities across the United States and Canada.
1: Hey guys, this ain't about getting in. This is about getting the best seats in the house. With Game Time, you can see images of your seat before you buy it. So no surprises there, guys. You can score tickets swiftly. Skip the line, guys. Just dive straight into the moment.
2: Absolutely. Listen to this. Game Time guarantees the best prices. Find tickets in the same Section in a row for less elsewhere. Game time will give you a credit of 110% of the difference. So there's no
1: reason to wait. Bro. So whether it's the thrill of the game, the laughter of the comedy, the rhythm of the music, or the drama of the theater, guys, don't let the opportunity skip by. Choose Game Time. Grab your tickets and just enjoy the moment.
2: Live should be spontaneous book so guys, don't miss out. Check out Game Time now on their app or at
1: GameTime.co. That's GameTime.co. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Just download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code. Booker for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Lowest price. Gee, guaranteed. Oh, yes. Hey, what's up? This Booker T. And Winter is here, and you know what that means, trying to stay comfortable while you sleep. Well, I've got something exciting for you. That's right, Book. We've recently discovered a game changer for a good
2: night's sleep. It's called Miracle Made, and it has its new product, the silver-infused bedsheets inspired by NASA.
1: Yeah, these sheets are no ordinary sheets, guys. They've got self-cooling properties that keep you at the perfect temperature all night long, thanks to NASA-inspired technology. And here's the kicker. They're self-cleaning, too. Infused with silver, these
2: sheets prevent up to 99% 07 percent of bacterial growth leaving them fresh and clean three times longer than regular sheets so that means no more gross odors plus they're all about comfort and quality miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the crazy price tag of other luxury brands trust me book they feel as nice if not nicer than the sheets used by some five-star hotels
1: And just in time for the holidays, guys, these miracle sheets make perfect gifts for your loved ones. And who doesn't want better sleep and luxurious bed sheets? And guess what, guys? You get three free towels with your purchase. But wait, there's more. These sheets are designed with your skin in mind. No more sleeping on bacteria that can clog your pores. You don't want that. Sleep clean with miracle. Yeah, so
2: here's the deal, listeners go to TryMiracle.com slash booker to try it today or gift it to someone special this holiday season. And guess what? You will save over 40%.
1: Do it! And don't forget guys, if you use the promo code at your checkout, you'll get three free tiles and an extra 20% off. And if that wasn't great, here's the best part. Miracle
2: stands behind their product with a 30 day money back guarantee. If you're not 100% satisfied, you will get a full refund from Miracle Made.
1: Hey guys, upgrade with Miracle Made. Go to try miracle.com/booker and use the promo code booker and, and claim your free 3-piece tile set and save over 40%. Try miracle.com/booker. Treat yourself or a loved one this holiday season to a gift of better sleep. Don't wait. Try miracle made. Today. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt your regularly scheduled program for an important
2: public service announcement.
1: This is not a drill. I repeat, this is not a drill. Is it something more essential? A revolutionary ball trimmer that has landed right here from the future. That's right, Manscaped has
2: been working overtime to upgrade your below the waist grooming experience with
1: their cutting edge
2: lawnmower 5.0
1: Ultra let's cut to the chase every man out there knows the fear of going in for a close shave in those most sensitive areas yeah
2: we've been there book but fear no more the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra is the hero that you deserve, featuring not one, but two interchangeable next gen
1: skin-safe blade heads. This isn't just your standard grooming. It gives that that super smooth finish with the new foil blade your heart desires and Manscaped delivers.
2: And it does not stop there with dual LED spotlights. You can navigate the darkest of regions
1: with Precision, regardless of your skin tone. And they thought of everything, man. Three leaf setting comb. And guess what? My man, this bad boy is waterproof. That's right, Booker. Trim with confidence in
2: or out of the shower. The Lawnmower 5.0 trimmer helps reduce nicks,
1: the risk of ingrown hairs, and those dreaded grooming accidents. And because we've got your back, man, get 20% off free shipping with the code. You know Booker T at Manscaped.com. Just think about it. 20% off free shipping
2: at manscape.com with the code
1: Booker T. High-tech grooming for your low place. Look, man, from a personal experience, this isn't just a ball trimmer. It's like a spaceship for your man parts.
0: Smooth,
1: efficient, and it takes care of VIitness dog. dawg.
2: Remember, we're keeping it real with you all. We partner up with Manscaped because we believe in the
1: product. They hooked us up, and we're passing that on to you. So, gentlemen, upgrade your grooming game, man, and visit Manscape.com, And don't forget to use the promo code Booker for your exclusive deal. Welcome back inside the Hall of Fame, guys. Um, All you super chatters out there, guys. Uh, One thing, one thing, uh, we know Cali Toenail won them. Won the big prize. um coming to reality wrestling December 2nd for Christmas chaos, but it's something we're going to be doing on a regular basis, doing drawings um, for you guys to have the experience of a lifetime to come to reality, reality of wrestling, be a VIP member of the row, get a chance to meet the wrestlers, get a chance to meet Booker T in person. Um, just want to say, we appreciate all you super chatters. man. We really do.
2: We do. We love y'all. We have super chatters to get to um, before We get to him though. I wanted to ask you, your AEW had their pay-per-view full year um, over last weekend. And there were a couple things that happened last week in general with, um, with AEW. First off, Sting wrestled his last match in California. So, I mean, that's his hometown. I know LA is kind of where he's from area, but more bigger than that is we had the signing of signings happen. A lot of rumor, a speculation about an individual who you've actually uh, had some uh, one-on-one time with before. That's Will Ospreay. And he um, finally, is his coming state sign, signed one of the major companies, and it is AEW. Will Ospreay is all elite. What do you think of that?
1: Well, i tell you what. I think it's really, really good for uh, Will Ospreay. Uh, I'm sure uh, Tony Khan took care of him. I'm sure, he's probably making more money now than now than he's he's probably made, you know, in this business. Um, and that's that part right there is good for him. I, I just hope that that they make this guy household name and and make him a a legendary, you know, a legendary figure that this business have uh, have seen, you know, here in this in this in this new age. Um. I, I wonder when the, if these guys are going to become legends, and, and the thing is, and the reason I say that is because I, I watched a, a minute of AEW um, last week. A minute, all it was was one minute, and it was the minute when I saw Kota Abushi coming down on a 10-speed bicycle, beaking guys and beaking guys and beaking guys that did get hit with a clothesline and knocked on the back of his head. Now, if I was a if I was a fan watching wrestling for the first time. And I saw a guy walk riding down on a ten speed bicycle with a pipe in his hand, binking guys on the head, and they they bump flopping it, and then he get knocked totally out, pretty much, with the clothesline backflip right on the back One of the best um, strong style wrestlers that Japan has ever produced. That's what that's what they had him doing. So if 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 Will Ospreay is going to be doing anything like this, uh, I feel sorry for him in in a, in a lot of ways. Um, uh, but as far as him getting paid big ups, um, for Will Ospreay going out there and, and doing the big signing, but as far as, uh, you know, this guy's career is the legacy that he's going to leave in this business, the legacy he's going to leave in AEW, hopefully, um, those guys think about it because this guy here, he is truly one of the best wrestlers in the world. Uh, Tony Connie actually, uh. Mentioned said he was the best wrestler in the world, and that and that just says a whole lot about your talent, your roster. When you bring somebody in like that, it's like he's better than all everybody I got on the roster. You know, what I mean? so and and you know, what does the best wrestler in the world actually really mean? What does that mean? What does that mean?
2: I think there's several metrics that you can go by of what the be- who the best wrestler in the world is, but I, I don't know what Tony Khan means by. It. But Will Osprey is without a shadow of a doubt one of the most entertaining guys inside the squared circle from what we've been able to see him do, you know, internationally speaking. And um, I, I guess when I saw it, I was I wasn't surprised by it at all. Good but I, I wondered, okay, what's the motivation? Like, cause I know WWE had interest. It was pretty obvious WWE had interest and they would be foolish if they didn't have interest. So, okay. Why do you pick them? Why you pick all AEW over WWE? It has to be one or two reasons. It's either, Money was the same on both sides, and you thought that you'd have more freedom and flexibility in AEW, or the money was more substantial for AEW. Those are the only two things I can see.
1: I mean, you know, I could I could see Tony Khan paying him uh perhaps more than what WWE was offering. Um, but I feel like Will Ospreay would have made well some bounds uh more <laughs> money than he would have made in AEW just from merchandising and you know. And licensing, and whatnot, uh, he would have made so much more money in pay-per-views, whatnot. He would have made so much more money in this. Guy. I-, I tell people all the time. When I went to TNA, uh, they paid me a nice check, but I was still making more money in WWE off royalties alone than I was making in TNA, and that's just the truth. Um, I'm talking about, you know, uh, um, money every three months, every quarter. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm talking about for for as long as you live. Uh, if, if, you, if, if things go right. So, um, I think Will Ospreay, he, he, my thing is if you're getting money right now in this day and era, uh, this, uh, in this business, you're doing well. And somebody like Will Ospreay, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure Tony Khan paid him a grip and and that right there, like I said, that's, that's at the end of the day, honestly, at the end of the day, that's truly what it's really all about. I say, I say that all the time. It's not about championships. Um, really, it's about, it's more about the checks? I mean the championships, for but for me the checks is so much more important. For Will Ospreay to to be able to set himself up to when he walk away from this business, everything's right. It really doesn't matter if um, you know his legacy is left intact and what as, as far as him being one of the greatest wrestler or the greatest wrestler in the world. That none of that really really matters when it comes down to taking care of your family. And I'm sure, hopefully, that was the uh, decision. Um, uh, the reason why he made the decision that he did. Yeah, I mean, you said it's a
2: business, and I'm sure that people would rather be called world's richest man than world's heavyweight champion.
1: You know what? <laughs> what the thing is, in this business, some people would rather be called the world's heavyweight champion than opposed to being called the world's richest man. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking. That's what I'm talking about. Guys that think that way. Guys that think that it's just about bumping and going out and you know beating yourself up at the end of the day, ending up like the you know, uh, Randy the Ram. That could happen to you. That could happen to you. So anyone, you know, would be stupid to not take the money that Tony Khan is offering right now. Anyone. I mean, I'm talking about Edge, Christian, all of them. They'd be stupid, Sting, all of them. They'd be stupid not to. And I said this. How many times have I said this about the business, about the wrestlers? The wrestlers are, are not going to leave a check. On the table. <laughs> it's
2: not gonna happen.
1: It's not gonna happen. They're gonna they're gonna go pick. It. I said that about it. I, I said, I don't know if anybody remember, but I said Edge, if he left WWE and it was a big enough check for him in AEW, what did I say he was gonna do? You he go pick it up. I said he was gonna go pick it up. Yeah, I never said Edge was gonna be a lifer, he was gonna be loyal to WWE, um, because he's been loyal forever. I mean, how long, you know. I mean, you, you just can't sit back and, and and live your life. I mean, I love working for WWE, but if I left WWE tomorrow, if they let me go tomorrow and someone came to me and said, hey, book, we got a check for you over here. Just come mm-hmm. on, pick it up. I'm going to go pick it up. What do you think Ric Flair did? Ric Flair said, he went got that money. Ric Flair said, look, look, let me go pick this check up. There's a check over here. Wrestlers, that's just, look, man, that's the way wrestlers are. Wrestlers are not going to leave money on the table. Russell's are not going to see someone like Tony Khan passing out checks and not want to be a part of it. You know, that's just the name of the game. Bottom line. Yeah. You know, I, 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 uh, I there's look, I, he, there's much good stuff he said about AEW. <laughs>
2: <Sorry>. <laughs> You're starting something. Um, well, okay. So do you think it's the same thing for Ronda? Because Ronda Rousey went over. I don't know if she's uh, under contract. I don't think that she is.
1: I tell, I tell you what. Let me tell you something. You don't think Ronda Rousey interests Tony Khan? Oh, you, no, definitely... you, you don't think Tony Tony Khan is not savouring? Man, we can get Ronda Rousey. I mean, pay her. But right now, Tony Khan, he's not. He's not worried about how much money he's spending. I really don't think so. I don't think Tony Cunn is really concerned about how much money he's spending on getting these guys under that banner. I think he's I think he more so is happy, you know, having those guys around and seeing those guys as a part of AEW. Oh man, that right there is a that's a that's a notch on the belt right there, half you know, snatching someone like Ronda Rousey from WWE, just being able to say that. Come on, yes. If Ronda Rousey uh is smart she'll sign a contract too. And, and and make sure the contract is only for 10 days a year.
2: <laughs> I mean, hey, look, the money's out there to get. I was a little surprised, though. I thought she was done with wrestling. I like after the after the SummerSlam. I was like, oh, this is it. She's you know, wrapped I, it up. I think
1: Ronda Rousey loves this business. I really do. Yeah. But I think uh, I think Ronda Rousey understands that, you know, after all the work she's done, you know, from an Olympic standpoint, um, uh, how hard that is, you know, from training, from when she was a little girl doing this, and then having that run in the UFC, you know, taking it to that level. Um, UFC, they're not on the road, you know, three hundred days a year, and then coming and jumping into this business and going, "What the hell is this? We gotta, <laughs> gotta get on the road. What we gotta drive? We we, we gotta do what? We gotta eat at the Waffle House tonight? That kind of stuff. It, that right there is not that appeasing to to most. You gotta be a a, 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 a you know a road warrior. To actually be able to pull that off, you got to be in the trenches and know you're gonna be in the trenches forever. Like, like Jake Stake said, when you sign that contract, you are obligated to work every day. Uh, so, so for me, so for me, Rondo's like, man, I like this WWE thing. It's been cool having those WrestleMania moments with The Rock, whatnot. Oh, that's great. But uh, man, I ain't got time to be on the road. Every weekend, that 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 ain't what I want to do. But for Ronda to be able to do this when she want to do it, I think it's. I think AEW is the greatest place for her to be.
2: Yeah, have flexibility of schedule, probably be able to, you know,
1: not not say call your own shots. Yeah, yeah, has- yeah. You said you said it right. Call your own shot. Call A lot of those own. guys over there calling their own shots. I mean, I rarely see Christian on television. You know they're they're all they're all
2: working they're all working at their pace. Um yeah. I I will say that the six man tag they had Christian and um and, and his crew versus Edge and Sting and Darby. It was actually pretty cool, pretty cool little six man. I hear though Darby's about to fly over and begin his training to uh climb Mount Everest. I think Tony Schiavone said that.
1: Yeah, he said he do if he died, you'd be happy with it. Good luck. All right. Good luck.
2: <laughs> well, we hope that's not the case, but I mean. You know, I mean, I hear that there actually are frozen bodies on top of Mount Everest. Of course it is.
1: Or like on the way up to it. Oh, yes. Of course it is. Yeah. I mean, probably several. I mean, you can't get them down once they freeze up there. I mean, that's their burial place. That's where they want it to be at.
2: True. JBL was a mountain climber, right?
1: Yeah. He he did a few uh, climbs. uh, I don't think he climbed Everest, though. Yeah. Uh, At least I don't think he did uh i think the last time i saw him he was climbing i think it was Holloman, gerald or something like that i'm not okay sure, i'm not i'm not quite sure how to pronounce the name but it was something like that uh but yeah he's uh one of those guys but i'm sure after a couple climbs my my comrade would say what the hell am i thinking <laughs> Nose frozen, you know. They get me off this tail mountain every before I die. But no, man, um, hey, you ain't gonna catch no brothers up there. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm just playing. <laughs> I just playing. It's actually a crew of brothers that climbed Mount Everest successfully. A whole crew of brothers, dreadlocks and all. And they said the reason that that they got to the top, the insulation from the dreadlocks helped. Out. But stick around, guys. You're in the Hall of Fame. Welcome back inside the Hall of Fame. Yeah, we're getting ready to wrap this thing up here real soon. I know we got some super chatters out there, but so the Series is going down this weekend. I got to catch out, man. I got to catch out and make sure I'll be a part of the big, big event. You know what? I might even try to get on one of them teams because I'm feeling real good. Uh-oh. You know what I'm going to throw my name in the hat? You know what i throw my name in the hat? You know what I mean? You know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, it get answered. So we'll see what's gonna happen. Uh also going down this weekend. Big uh fight, uh, uh David Benavidez is gonna be taking on Demetrius Andre. Man, I wish I was gonna be there for that fight as well. Jamal Charlo is gonna be taking on his brother, Jose Benavidez. The Benavides brother is gonna be headlining pay-per-view this weekend, man. Man, I wish I was there.
2: Oh man, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good, book. Wait, now we do have a bunch of super chats to get through uh before we wrap things up on this. Uh, Survivor Series weekend. And again, I, I'd love to know what people's favorite Survivor Series matches are. If you want to throw them in the chat, I'd love to read them. Or uh, if you want to super chat them in. But this comes from John, J I D 999. With KFA basically being dead in 2023, do y'all think anyone will be able to cultivate a persona slash gimmick as well as handsome Jimmy Valiant did?
1: You know, um, uh... Kayfabe being dead is definitely uh, definitely uh, made it so much harder uh, for guys to be able to go out there and get over. Especially now with the spoilers, you know, you know, you have a show and you know, show is not going to actually air the next week, and everybody already know the finishes. You know, if it's a new champion crown, they already know it. Um, that cell phone is a monster, man. But but I think um I think a guy can get over today um just as well as he could yesterday. I, I really, I really, honestly, truly believe that the guys that go out and really suspend your disbelief to where you know this is fake. You know this is, you know, a scripted show. We hear guys talk about it, they they're actually writing the shows and rewriting them. You know that. But the guy that can go out there and really beat someone up poetically, like a Gunther, he's going to get over. Uh, the guy that can go out there and, you know, lay it in properly and make you feel like you're watching something, you know, close to, a, you know, real, real combat, you're going to buy in. But, but, but it's really, really hard. And, and I'll say it once and I'll say it a thousand times. Magicians are... You know magicians the great ones uh because of you can't figure out the tricks you can't figure out how they do it and when i see guys popping their leg right in front of the crowd you know uh, a a guy could be getting hit and he'll pop his leg and i'm like with with, you know slap his leg and i'm like Mm -hmm. how is that suspending my disbelief when i see you actually trying to make the sound for the hit by popping none of that makes sense to me when I see these young guys go out and they adopt that that same, you know, rule of going out and working, and they all, you know, what did they say, uh, insanity? You know, what do they say about insanity?
2: Just uh, doing the same thing twice and expecting a different result. Exactly my point.
1: You, and you see, how many guys you see do that? It's like, bro, that's not going to get you over. Go out there and actually hit somebody in the mouth for, one, for once and see how it feel. all right, and see how the fans react to it. And the thing is, I'ma apologize in the back. But when it but but in, in the in the, in the middle of the action, in the middle of that war, it's gonna be some uh it's gonna be some some live rounds. Yeah. Bottom line, this is not ballet. And these guys today are making it look like ballet and going out there and kicking out finishes, you know, just making making everybody's finisher look like it's weak, you know. Once, once, guys start getting real again, they'll get they'll get over it. no problem. Trust me. Well, you know, recent
2: memory. I mean, just the last few years. Uh, I don't think anybody ever questioned uh, was Brock Lesnar working a gimmick.
1: Exactly my point.
2: <laughs> exactly my point. Exactly <laughs> you kind of believed point. him. You didn't hear from him. You just saw him in the ring. It's he like, beat the hell out of somebody and then he left.
1: And, and, and the thing is, you know his pedigree. You know where you know you know he's a collegian. You know. Uh, wrestler you know he's a you know UFC fighter you 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 know all of that but when he gets into that professional wrestling ring he's he looks just as beastly mm-hmm. he looks just as impressive he looks just as real when he gets into a WWE ring and I think that's that's what's missing more than anything that's what's missing
2: I agree this one comes from Ty Connell. Callie, looking forward to seeing you soon. I love Randy's back, but I'd rather the music hit and we get a surprise. Instead of Cody announcing it, everyone seemed excited except Jay, his face dropped. I mean, Cody didn't, yeah, Cody uh, announced it. He didn't outright say Randy's name. But at the end of the day, Callie, I mean, you're trying to sell pay-per-views. Or, 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 or excuse me, I guess in now nowadays you try to get signups for Peacock, right? Um, if people know Randy's going to be there, more people might download that app. I mean, that's the only thing I can say. I'm with him though. I feel him on the I would like for it to be a surprise.
1: You know, a surprise would have been great, but like you say, I'm sure someone would have broken on Twitter that Randy Orton has been spotted mm-hmm. in Chicago. I'm yeah. sure that there's no way around that. You know, so these days, trying to um surprise someone, and you know, you might just be shooting yourself in the foot. I I I agree with you. Let everybody know that Randy Orton's gonna be there so they could damn it, tune in, and buy it more than anything. Especially yeah. no, no. More importantly, you want the Randy Orton fans to know he's gonna be there.
2: Yes. And Randy's still a big name to where, you know, hey, somebody might be, oh, Randy's gonna have his first match back in 18 months. Oh, what is it? A war games? Yeah, let's get the let's get the show. We'll download the app. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I, so I get it from a business perspective, and I also understand what Kenny's saying. I get the uh, the fan perspective. In music, does Miz stop the reign of Goomba?
1: Chew it and do
2: it. Happy Thanksgiving.
1: You know what? I don't know. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I don't feel it. I, I, I'm not feeling it, Uh, but this is a good one for me is to actually you know, go out there step up and put himself in harm's way because I'm going to tell you right now, he's going to get the hell beat out of him. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna be bruised, battered, and torn when he he walk out of that square circle. So for me, uh, you know, Miz is gonna you know go out and do what he does, and that's work. Um, win or lose, uh, the Miz is a a legend in this business, Hall of Famer as well.
2: Oh yeah, uh, easily, easily. Uh, this one is from Mr. Joe Walker. I'm sincerely thankful for you, Brad Booker. Book listeners are grateful for you in the media, the way the fans are. For your in-ring career, how does that feel? So, how does it feel about people being grateful for you, bro?
1: Oh man, it's awesome, bro. Uh, I get a lot of love all over everywhere I go, you know. And I was just at the barbershop today and, and uh, getting the beard trimmed up. And this guy he who's he was sitting there, brother, and he looked like he was probably in his 40s, and uh, he just was looking at me the whole time. And uh, when I finished getting my beard trimmed, he goes, He said, Man, are you are you him? I go, yeah, am Booker T. He goes, man, I've been watching, watching since I was a kid. Man, you gave, you gave me so many great memories, you know? So, yeah, man, I get that all the time. And um, I appreciate the fans every time they show me that love because it just let me know that I went out there and did my job to the best of my ability to whatever else comes next. Uh, that's what life's really all about. So I appreciate that.
2: Love it. Um, this comes from... BJ six thoughts on a women's intercontinental and United States championship. I think it's time.
1: Yeah, man. I I, I feel like it's time too. I feel like, you know, even NXT, I feel like it's time for NXT to get another title (laughs) Um, just to, you know, give everybody a piece of the action, a shot at the apple, you know, uh, excuse me, a bite at the apple. (laughs) Uh, But uh, I I would love to see that uh, uh, for the ladies, man, because right now the ladies are killing it. As well as NXT, a lot of the, a lot of the ladies have left NXT and they, they're moving to the main roster. They're going to need a little bit more as far as play uh, for everybody. Like I say, to have a you know just a a a, a part in the game, um, having a chance to have gold around their waist, I think is something that we all strive for in this business and and want for you know to be champion just once. So yeah, I, I agree.
2: Speaking of women um, in NXT, I, I want to shout out Ariana Grace. Her character is so good. She's so committed to the Miss NXT pageant girl character, and um, you could tell she's turning it up to eleven. And I think she's really making something work down there.
1: She can work too.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: That's what I noticed more. But I mean, she's a beautiful, beautiful girl. Um, But she could work. Uh, She plays that role um, all the way. She's not like uh, like phoning it in or anything like that. No, yeah, Uh, but. when she go out and perform in the ring, you don't see any of that. All you see is her, you know, breaking, breaking the noise. So yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I ran the grace. Definitely one on my, uh, my list to make the uh A5. There we go. Uh
2: Eddie Melendez says first time watching live serving in the army in Hawaii. Well, we, uh, we really appreciate you for that, brother. That's a big one. Uh Let's see. We salute to you on that one. Oh, Question, you think WWE will sign Punk, Okada, Gia, or Monet since AEW signed Will, Omega, Bucks, Hangman, and possibly MJF before they hit free agency? I don't think Mercedes is probably in play. I don't. We don't think Punk's in play. And I don't really see any of the New Japan guys coming to WWE right now. They have a working relationship with AEW.
1: You know what? I, I, I really don't think WWE is going to start making moves because of AEW signings. I just don't think that's going to happen, and the reason why I don't think that's going to happen is that wasn't the blueprint when WCW started hiring guys. It just let mm-hmm. it just let WCW hire everybody out there. They didn't care. They had their core guys, and they was gonna ride on those core guys, and they was gonna ride on them all the way up to the Hilton. So, and those guys were good enough to to ride on. And I think WWE right now, the talent in WWE, I think we got good enough talent to actually ride on to compete against any well, wrestling. Yeah. Wrestling so. company in the world. I, I mean, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I don't think uh, WWE is selling wrestling matches. I just don't. I mean, the wrestling matches are um, the the means to an end. Um, that's the payoff. But I don't think WWE is truly selling wrestling. WWE is selling entertainment every week. And hopefully uh, somebody wise up and realize that this is a, the entertainment business. This, this is not I mean, of course, wrestling is on the marquee, but the real wrestlers are in the UFC. All right. The real wrestlers are, you know, those collegiate guys, um, NCAA, all that kind of stuff. Those, what we do is performing art. And and I really would implore these guys to understand to make it to that next level. You got to be entertaining. And I say that because when I came from WCW, I was a wrestler, I could do it. I, I could do anything in the middle of that ring. But I wasn't an entertainment guy, and but once I started learning how to do it, I, that's when I start. That's when I start getting over. That's when I start really making money, you know. Uh, and I and, and I say that, you know, from this perspective because everybody that has made it to that level has been able to entertain. I look at Kurt Angle, and what I yeah. what I always think about is Kurt Angle with that little cowboy hat and that ukulele. You know, and this is an Olympic gold medalist who won with a broken freaking neck. So my thing is, if you don't adapt to being an entertainer in this business, you're not going to last very long. Bottom line. Bottom line.
2: Uh, I, I I couldn't agree with you more. Um, we have two more here before we wrap things up. This comes from Austin Hecatsweiler, I guess. Yeah. Um, What's up, guys? Are you accepting you, students for training next year? I'm from the Illinois area, Wisconsin area. I don't know how to go about everything. Thanks so much. Always accepting students, right, Will?
1: Yeah, man. Uh, most definitely, we always accepting students. Um, we don't we don't uh, discriminate or anything like that. Um, if you can make it the reality arrest, wrestling, we'll take a chance on you. Uh, we'll put you in the ring and try to teach you the the uh, the ins and out, the what not, uh, the what not to do, the the uh, psychology of the business. Uh, some things we can't teach. You know, we can't teach you to get in the gym and, and want to train your body. We, we can't teach you. You know, you, you might need a little, you know, height and size on you. <laughs> you know, what I mean? stuff like that. Uh, that kind of stuff. You gotta. You just gotta have that that will and that knack to want to. Uh, you know, put yourself through that. For me, no one never had to tell me. Uh, I had to get in the gym and train. Nobody never told me, you know, hey, man, uh, you need to put on a little, a little weight. Uh, I always knew that I had to be just as good or better than that guy standing across from me. So, yeah, if you got those qualities, come on down to Reality Wrestling. We'll take a chance on you.
2: And the last one comes from Cali I'm ready, BT. The suit on press. Cuffs are linked. Watch on CST and Stacy's. Laced in case I got sea walk on someone from my seat. My luggage is my pillow and we sleep right by the door. ready to go.
1: <laughs> hey, man.
2: <laughs> that was pretty good, Callie. Oh,
1: man. Hey, man. We're going to have some fun. We're going to have some fun December 2nd. Like I say, uh, Jacob Fartu is going to be in the building. Uh, Brian Keith, the, the bounty hunter is going to be in the building. Danny Limelight's gonna be in the building. We're gonna be having a five um, ladies. What do we call it? Battle Royale, maybe uh, invitational. a invitational. Yeah, invitational. Yeah, that's what we we'll call it for the crowning of the reality of wrestling uh, Women's champion. Uh, so, so yeah, man, I'm I'm so looking forward. Reality of wrestling, we we doing so much in there right now too, man. So if you haven't gotten a chance to come to Reality of Wrestling uh, 9300 M F. Lowry Expressway, haven't got a chance to see our new arena. Guys, come on down and experience it just one time. I'm sure you're gonna enjoy it. If you're anywhere in the surrounding areas, just come down and check it out and be a part of the road just for one night. And I'm sure you'll be back after one night. You'll get addicted. Trust me on that. Uh, and we're spending a lot of money, man. We're spending a lot of. Oh yeah, we got an LED screen back. I don't know if you know that. Uh, Kevin and his father. I, I want to tell those guys, I love them. I love them because they just. They just made me seven thousand dollars rich. <laughs> wow! I appreciate it, but uh, yeah, man. But um, we got to get up out of here. We do. We got to get up out of here. And, uh, again, um, happy holidays to everybody out there. Don't uh, don't do nothing stupid, uh, as always. Uh, Bradley, appreciate you for having lifted. And uh, Cali Toenail, man, we're going to be seeing you real soon, man. We're going to be seeing you real soon. I can't wait. Can't wait to meet the Toenail in person.
2: Me too.
1: Big ups. But uh, like I always say, guys, until next time, we appreciate you. Big ups. We love you. We out. Six.